2: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Just in time for tonight's TNT matchup with the Golden State Warriors, it's the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you for making me a part of your day. Coming up in segment number one, we will hear from Carmelo Anthony, and he'll tell us what it means to him to be a part of the Oklahoma City GSW rivalry. Plus, I will also show you... How I'm not a hard-headed talk show host. Had a couple of responses from listeners about yesterday's podcast and Paul George. So we'll discuss whether or not it's fair to lay as much of the blame as we are on Paul George and Carmelo Anthony with the Thunder struggles this season. In segment number two, Billy Donovan will talk about why Golden State and Oklahoma City are such a good matchup or why Oklahoma City is such a good matchup for GSW. And we'll go back to Mello because he'll play a little coy and tell us whether or not he believes Russell Westbrook gets more fired up for Golden State than he does some of the other teams the Thunder played throughout the season. And finally, in segment number three, Steven Adams and Mo Cheeks. Adams will talk about why the Thunder are so successful in turning uh, GSW over. And Mo Cheeks will talk about what it means to him to be in the Hall of Fame. Yesterday, we got to hear about the call. And if you haven't heard that entire Mo Cheeks interview, and this is going to be one of the few times he speaks about the Hall of Fame, or Hall of Fame, then log on to LockedOnThunder.com and check out that interview in its entirety. I'm Eric G. If you're brand new to the Locked On Thunder podcast, maybe you're a listener of Locked On Warriors, welcome in. We take everyone here. There's we don't say anyone can't listen to our podcast, we want everybody listening to this podcast. I did radio in Oklahoma City for four years, and I did Thunder post-game, Thunder pregame, and I'm a credentialed member of the media, I go to practice, go to shoot-around, go to the games, I'm going tonight, and I'll go in and out of the locker room and do what I can to make sure that the message that the players, the front office, and the coaches Want to get to the fan, gets to you, and I like to I like to throw in a little bit of opinion with that. I also work for another publication called ThunderDigest.com, thanks to Chuck Cheney, our fearless leader for that, also Brady Trantham, and there's a new episode of the G League, which is out now on iTunes, and I think we're also on SoundCloud. We will tweet that out. I know we didn't tweet it out, but we will tweet that out, and we're doing another episode, so I highly encourage you to check that out. It's a lot of fun as well. Love being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network daily podcast every day, not only about the NBA, but Major League Baseball and the NFL. And congratulations to the guys at Locked On Draft because they're getting a lot of listens right now for the NFL Draft. And if you're an NFL Draft Nick, that is the one place you need to go. That's Locked On Draft as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Plus, if you've got men between the age of 18 and 44 and you want them to spend money, then hit up David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. He'll tell you about our very reasonable rates and why you should be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We move. We help businesses all day, every day. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. Segment number one now of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. And Carmelo Anthony has already had... A couple of tastes of Oklahoma City versus Golden State. And one taste of it here at the peak where Oklahoma City came away victorious. And as we know, that game just means more. It means more to fans. It means more to the players. And the crowd, I expect the crowd to be at a fever pitch tonight. One, because the Thunder need it and they're making a playoff push. And two, because Kevin Durant's coming back and Oklahoma City fans just don't forget They're not over it. It's not something they talk about every single day. But when Durant's back in the house, it's your ex-wife coming in. It's your ex-wife coming in saying that she wants the kids for the weekend or she wants to take the pets. And it just doesn't sit well. So I expect Kevin to get booed. I expect Draymond to get booed. And I expect this Thunder team to feed off everything that the crowd gives them tonight. Carmelo Anthony was asked yesterday about being a part of this rivalry and what the crowd was like the first time at the peak.
3: The first game was a, was a I mean, as far as the atmosphere uh, it was one of an atmosphere it was, it was a fun game to be a part of you know as far as the fans and uh, you know just Oklahoma as a whole um, you know, I remember watching the games before back in you know, when I was in New York just watching it you know, Oklahoma and Golden State, you just, man, those games are fun. Like, you know, wish you would be a part of those. Not at that time, I wasn't saying a part of the Oklahoma City-Golden State game, but, you know, games like that, because, you know, being back east, you have games like that more often than, you know, than not when a lot of the rivalries play. Uh, but that atmosphere the first game was, was very special, you know, here.
0: Good for him. Good good for Carmelo Anthony. It's good to see him get excited about these games because you always wonder when somebody wasn't organically a part of this and they were brought in the way PG and Melo were, are they going to be as excited about what's to come and at least Carmelo Anthony is. I believe Paul George is as well, but I'm glad to see that Carmelo Anthony's excited about playing the Warriors tonight. I would expect him to be anything less, but you never know the athletes, sometimes they do have a tendency to go through the motions. And that is one tweet that I get a lot during games when discussing the Thunder for a 48-minute period. There are a lot of people that feel like this team is going through the motions and they just don't care. And in the last podcast, I talked about how Paul George isn't as good as advertised and got a response on Twitter that he's having a career year and you can't really blame it on him. And you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. And when I blame it on Paul George, maybe I should be blaming it on the team overall. But I fall into that category that a lot of other Thunder fans fall into is that when you were bringing these guys aboard, we expected them by now to look like they were going to compete for a championship, not for them to still have questions about whether or not they can play together. And Paul George over the last month, or at least since the All-Star break, certainly isn't performing up to those career numbers that he was earlier in the year. And he may be great on defense, but offensively, even against New Orleans, it still wasn't there. And what Thunder fans want more than anything is a team that can compete for a championship, not just a team that can be good. And if you're listening and maybe you're a fan of the Pistons or maybe you're a fan of the Kings, I mean, just, just pick an NBA team, especially one that's been established for quite some time. The I think Thunder fans feel like the overall attitude is we should just be happy with what we have because we shouldn't have the team at all because the team was stolen from Seattle. Well, it doesn't matter that it was stolen from Seattle because it's here in Oklahoma City now. And... For good, or, for better or worse, the Thunder have performed at a very high level and now every year face expectations of how are you going to get us an O'Brien trophy. And if they do anything thus, less than that, people start calling for coaches heads. They start wanting players to be traded. Sam Presti's been criticized quite a bit by Thunder fans over the last few years. Yeah, it's a tough crowd. It's a crowd that will back you and it's a crowd that loves you, but ultimately... You have to produce in order for them to fully embrace who you are. And whether it's Paul George or Carmelo Anthony or Russell Westbrook, the job's just not getting done this year. TBD on the playoffs, but in the regular season, it hasn't got done, and I don't think anyone can blame Thunder fans for doubting what this team can do in the postseason. Because they've just been too wildly inconsistent. And if Paul George is only going to show spurts of what he was at the beginning of the year, this time of year, the closer you get to the end of the season, then I can't blame anyone for their confidence level not being that high. I want to have faith in this team. I want to feel like once they get out of the regular season and they just walk through it and thought, yeah, that doesn't really matter. Those 82 games were there to get us prepared. That automatically that switch flips and they go out and mow everybody down and we see them in the Western Conference Finals. I'm just not there yet. Maybe that changes. And maybe tonight, if they beat Golden State and show something more than what they have and defensively hold Golden State to a number lower than, say, 110 and turn Golden State over a lot like they have in the past, and Paul George, Russ, and Carmelo all click, and you're not having to rely on Raymond Felton and Jeremy Grant to bail you out, then maybe I'll change. But right now, I'm sticking with it. Thunder just not performing up to our level, and I'm not going to get on any fan who feels that way. And if you want to disagree, then that's cool. I'm not going to get on you either. (laughs) Because that's what this is all about, man. It's not about whether you agree or disagree. It's all about having opinions and being able to talk sports. This is the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to Locked On Thunder. I am the host, Eric G. This is your team every day. Coming up in segment number two, we go back to Carmelo Anthony, and he tells us why Russell Westbrook gets so fired up against Golden State, plus Billy Donovan will tell us why Oklahoma City is such a good matchup for GSW.
2: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Business owners, if you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, if that is your target demographic, we've got something in common. That's our target demographic as well. Email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. He'll tell you about our very reasonable rates and how you can become not only a sponsor of the Locked On Thunder podcast, but Overall, the Locked On Network, which is pod which is daily podcast every day for Major League Baseball, NFL football, and of course NBA basketball. David Lock, the L O C K E at gmail.com. Just tell him you want to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and David will be more than glad to help you out. Segment number two now of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, Golden State and Oklahoma City tonight. Oklahoma City is averaging nine steals per game as a team. It's pretty darn good. And opponents are turning the ball over 16 times per game as a team when playing Oklahoma State. So if anybody thinks that the Thunder isn't about defense, well, the numbers don't bear it out. The Thunder are about some defense. And they've done some great things against the the Golden State Warriors. Why are they so successful against Golden State? Why were they able to house Golden State the first two times they played them? Billy Donovan explains.
3: Well, I mean, transition defense is going to be a major key. You get back in transition, you know, defend a three-point line. I think, um, you know, probably the games that we won, um, we did a good job of forcing turnovers. I don't think you can always generally count on that all the time because a lot of times it's in the other team's control. Um I think we've got to do a, a, a really, really good job, obviously, with the three-point line and scrambling defensively because we're going to be in rotations. And then I think for us, we got to take care of the basketball, and we got to have good quality possessions, and we've got to move the ball and, and, and generate good shots for each other. Wouldn't the Warriors right, have such a situation. good matchup for you guys? I mean, they're a really good team. They played really well against them. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe you know, different times of the year. Um, I don't know why. I mean, we've had, you know, I think, one of the things that's, that's helped maybe is, you know, with a Josh Eustace and a Paul George or a Russell. Corey hasn't been here. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you've got guys like Clay Thompson, like Green, like, uh, you know, Kevin. They're long on the perimeter. Iguodala, they're long, and they can rebound and play over you. And I think sometimes our length has been able to, to, to be something that's been helpful for us. Been um, We've been able to, um, you know, get that involved and maybe try to um, – be disruptive with our hands, to be disruptive in terms of passing angles, to uh, be disruptive in terms of contesting shots late. Um, I think when we can get our length into the game, that, that's probably helped us.
0: The other thing about this game is we all know that Russell Westbrook is going to come out with his hair absolutely on fire for this one. And if for no other reason, if people believe that there's going to be some sort of dust up between Katie and Russ or... Zaza Pachulia or Steven Adams, that is great for the NBA. That is going to draw eyeballs to the set. And and yesterday, I bemoaned the fact that because Kevin Durant left, it killed any chance of the Warriors and the Thunder being the rivalry that they could be where people in America just pick sides. You don't necessarily have a rooting interest in either team, but when it comes to the playoffs and them, and these two teams holding a seven-game series... You would just pick sides the way you would for for Lakers-Celtics or for Knicks-Bulls, some of the other great rivalries that we have had in the association. Well, even with Kevin Durant being on and Oklahoma City not being as good as they once were, there's still drama there. And that's ultimately what we want as fans. We want drama. We want the soap opera. We want really good storylines. And there's just no doubt that Golden State and Oklahoma City have multiple storylines and the biggest of course being Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook and the lowest of low-hanging fruit we all wonder whether or not these two guys got along when they were in Oklahoma City and certainly the way they've acted since Kevin Durant has left would lend you to believe that no it was not all hunky-dory and stories have come out about how Russell Westbrook wanted to hang with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant didn't want to hang with him, and by the time Kevin Durant realized what he did was wrong, it was sort of too late, blah, blah, blah. Well, whether any of that's true or not, whether if it just makes for great talk radio or good stuff to put up on TMZ, Russell Westbrook plays at a different level against Golden State. You can just see that he wants to go off. And for the most part, he's been able to keep his emotions under control. And not only Russell Westbrook, but Steven Adams, Andre Robertson, everybody on the Thunder comes out looking for a fight this game. And I'm expecting absolutely no difference tonight. So does Russell, Russell will always tell you that he gets up for every team just the same. There's no difference from Golden State to playing the Magic on a Thursday night. There's there's nothing different about that. That's what Russell will say. So since you can't ask Russell about it because you know you're going to get the same answer, you ask Carmelo Anthony about that. Carmelo, does does Russ get more fired up for Golden State than other teams? No, no, I, 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 I didn't notice that. No, <laughs> 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 I never, I never. What I what have you seen? What have you seen in those?
3: Teams? No, man, he's just he's Russ. I I didn't notice that though. <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't notice> that. <laughs> that, that
0: that's coy good on Carmelo Anthony that, that's a true that is a true professional right there who knows that he can't say what he really wants to say but will hint at it in the best way that he knows how without offending Russell Westbrook because if there's anybody in that locker room you don't make mad it's Russell because Russell then will freeze you out for the rest of the game of course, I would imagine if Carmelo Anthony, you kind of feel whether Russ is mad or not. He'll freeze you out late in the game anyway because he's just going to take it over. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Eric G. Very excited to be with you today. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. And coming up in segment number three, we hear from Steven Adams and we hear from Mo Cheeks. And Mo tells us what it means to him to be a Hall of Famer. Business owners, if your target demographic is men between the ages of 18 and 44, then you've come to the right place, the Locked on Thunder podcast. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast are men, 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44, and they'd like to know about your business. So why don't you tell them about it here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. All you have to do is email David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. He'll tell you about our very reasonable rates and how you can become a part of a great network that has listeners all over the world. That's the Locked On Podcast Network and David Locke's Gmail, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. Become a member of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yesterday on the Locked on Thunder podcast, we had the opportunity to listen to Maurice Cheeks talk about what it meant to him to be in the Hall of Fame, or actually what it was like to get the call telling him he was being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the first two people he told were Sam Presti and Billy Donovan. Today we hear a little bit more of that interview, and here's Mo Cheeks talking about when he told his mom about getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and what this induction not only means to him, but who it really means the most to?
2: My mother. She's pretty much like myself. Like she, I told her the news, and she's like, uh, you know, pretty down. Like congratulations. Like, you know, no, no big to do. But uh, I, you know, I don't know. I it's just, always hard for me to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, it's special. It's more special for people around me. Probably more than myself. But I enjoy it. I mean, to, people walk around calling the Hall of Famer. I mean. You know, it's, it's it's humbling. It's more humbling than anything else than I can say.
0: Mo's not the first athlete that I've heard say that. A, a lot of guys are that way. And, and I'm just grateful that Maurice Cheeks took time to talk to us because he wasn't going to do it. He talked in San Antonio and thought that's all the time he'd really need for the media. But everybody yesterday was crowding around, really wanted to talk to Mo Cheeks, So he was very gracious with his time. And if you haven't seen that whole interview, go to LockedOnThunder.com. It's right there at the top. Maurice Cheeks, I'll even tweet that out again tonight before the game. But it's definitely worth five minutes of your time to hear this guy be so humble about such a great honor he's receiving. Earlier in the podcast, I mentioned that Oklahoma City does a great job turning over Golden State. Oklahoma City, I'll I'll, I'll repeat that statistic again. They average nine steals per game, and opponents are averaging 16 turnovers per game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Golden State, even worse than that. Why is Oklahoma City so successful against Golden State? Sharing some team secrets. Maybe here's Steven Adams.
2: Doing normal stuff. What we do against every other team.
0: Nothing different.
1: No, it's uh, exactly the same stuff. I mean, we don't do anything special,
2: it's just exactly the same how we'll play any other team. We'll scout them, whatever their plays are and we'll try and take away most of the actions and that's it. Do you think we do something different?
0: Well, that's why I asked
1: you. Yeah, no, no. I can't see I mean, from my perspective mm-hmm. all we do is the same stuff. Yeah. But I mean if you see something else yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah, I don't really like to talk to Steven about the X's and O's because that's what you get most of the time. Even when, he, even when you're asking him about offensive rebounds or why certain things work the way that they do, those are the kind of answers you get from Steven. Now, every once in a while, he's pretty good on the X's and O's. And there was an example of that earlier today when he talked about picking his own man. And if that's what you're into, you want to know like the big-time breakdown of why things work the way they do, LockedOnThunder.com, and listen to the Steven Adams interview. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. GSW OKC on TNT. We'll talk about that game tomorrow and hopefully a Thunder win. Until then, I will just say peace, love, and Thunder up.
2: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.